Let's make this year your best real estate investing year ever by coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is where you can join hundreds of real estate investors and over 40 expert investor speakers and learn how to have an amazing success in your real estate investing business. The Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is not like any other conference out there. This is a no sales pitch conference where the entire three days event is all about you and helping you to meet expert investors, teaching you how to invest and join a huge community of hundreds of like-minded real estate investors. And because you are a part of the Successfully Unemployed podcast, I'm giving you 20% off your RubeCon pass. That's right. Get 20% off of your RubeCon pass. Use the promo code SU20 or SU20. You need to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Join us in the heart of downtown St. Louis, March 14th through the 16th for a transformative three-day event that's more than just a conference. It's a community of investors. Get your pass. Go to RubeCon.com, R-E-W-B-C, com and use the promo code SU20 or SU20 to get 20% off of your Rubicon pass. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed show. My name is Dustin Heiner and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job by any means possible. And today I'm super excited to share with you how you can travel the world, be a nomad, which basically you are traveling everywhere and that's where you live is wherever you travel to. And you can do that like my expert who has become a successful business owner real estate investor, and awesome all-around person. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, super glad as always and blessed to have you here on the show with me. And I absolutely love real estate investing. You guys know that. And in fact, real estate investing is what got me to become successful unemployed. And it, I mean, honestly, it's where the rich keep their money. You think of like the wealthiest people in the world. I don't know, like maybe the Rockefellers or I don't know, Gates and like literally Bill Gates, he owns like 300,000 acres of farmland, like real estate land. And real estate, that's where the wealthy people keep their money. The Rockefellers keep all their money in real estate. In fact, that's what they do, is they store their money in real estate. Now, they have other businesses, like my guest today. I myself have my real estate investing, and I also have three other businesses that make me money. In fact, you guys were along the ride with me last year as I built RubeCon of the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, where I literally called up all my friends and I said, hey, let's build a community where we help people to invest in real estate in everything from multifamily apartment complexes to Airbnb to land investing, storage units and all that great stuff. And what is terrific is now we have a community, but it's also another company, a business that I have to run, but I hire the people do the work. And same with my my expert today. She is a real estate investor as well as she has multiple other businesses. But on top of that, she calls it and like loves that. I love the, t- the title or the, the term. She's completely a nomad or nomadic and being a nomad, basically not having a home base, you know, a home that she would call her home where most people, they would go away for a month and then go back to their house for 11 months out of the year. That's another way to, to vacation. In fact, that's, that's what we do as a family. But with that, she is 
basically, she doesn't really have a home base. She doesn't have a house, doesn't have furniture, doesn't have any of that stuff. She's literally traveling all over the world. And with that, she has figured out, you know what? I can create businesses around this traveling. But then also for her real estate investing business, she thought, oh my goodness, I have this part of my business that I got to build and I need to hire somebody else to do it, but nobody else was doing it. So she built another business that helps other businesses. This is what you can do when you are successfully unemployed. You have 40 plus hours of your life back. You have your brain capacity back so that you can focus on what you can do to make yourself more businesses, to make yourself more money, how to invest better. And on top of that, you have your life back to then spend with your family, to continue or pick up a new hobby, to serve people in your church or community, but you just have that extra time. That is what Successfully Unemployed is all about, the freedom to do whatever you want. And my expert on today, she also coaches people how to invest in real estate. She puts on around the world events where people flock to, and we're going to get into all that. I am super pumped to bring on a friend of mine. She is a fantastic businesswoman as well, and a great person. I bring on my friend Sarah Weaver on the show. All right, guys, here we go. Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Dustin. I'm so excited to help people lead. I love it. J-O-B, just over broke. Let's, let's help <laughs> Totally. And yeah, I love that. I personally love traveling, but I also love that you constantly travel. Like that's what you do is you travel, but you also run amazing businesses. So tell us like briefly, like how do you do that? How do you travel the world or travel all over and just constantly be traveling and at the same time be able to run your businesses? Yeah. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I'm always traveling. I am nomadic, which I found a lot of people don't know what that word means. Um, it's a fancy word for homeless. Um, my ah, friends call ah, me the I homeless homeowner. Um, so I do <laughs> own real estate, but yes, I am homeless. Uh, I live out of my suitcase. I am traveling full time. I really, really don't have a home base right now. I have had home bases um, in the past that I, I call them purse drop. So I drop my purse, change, maybe change luggage and go somewhere else. But right now I'm traveling full time and running three businesses as well as a small but mighty uh, real estate portfolio of 19 units, which I self-manage because I'm insane. Um, and, and how I do it, oh gosh, I mean, the first is truly discipline. Um, it's really hard to open your computer, um, and you have a beach on one side and maybe a beautiful Brazilian on the other. And you're like, man, I really don't want to work today. <laughs> um, but I, I choose, I choose work. So, because I'm building something, I'm building businesses, I'm building my reserves, I'm building wealth so that I can really unplug when I unplug. And eventually the goal is to, you know, unplug completely. <laughs> That's great. I, I love that you travel. I mean, getting to experience that, like in uh, 2017, I took my wife and my four kids. We went to Japan and traveled for six weeks all around, driving on the left-hand side of the road, driving all around Japan and getting my kids to see culture that's different than what they're used to. 2018, we went through 11 different countries in Europe, a six-week trip as well. Uh, it, it's just great doing this traveling because you get to experience life that nobody else really, I'm not say nobody, but most people don't. And so I love that. Now, how do you do that? Like, what do you do to provide for yourself so that you don't have to work that dead-end J-O-B? 
Yeah. So the first thing I did was I bought real estate. So I replaced my income with rental income. And one of the things I really want to make clear is that maybe you make, let's just throw out a number. Maybe you make 8,000 a month from your job. Uh, that's a, that's a great salary. Maybe you make $4,000 a month, whatever it is, that number doesn't have to be your, what I call quit number. Maybe you get your rental income to half of that or even 75% and then you quit because, man, are you motivated when you're like, okay, I didn't actually replace my income, but I burned the boats and I quit my J-O-B. And that's what I find really, really cool is that when you do decide to quit or leave um, and go full time in whatever you're doing, man, are you motivated? You're definitely motivated, but at the same time, you have 40 plus hours of your life back to devote to helping yourself instead of somebody else. Yes. And it's like that time back is such a gift. And if you are entrepreneurial like myself, you will find ways to make money, you guys. A hundred percent. I, I, with my wife and four kids, my wife wouldn't let me quit before I had a hundred and no, almost like 200% coming in from my job, which was fine. But I was thinking, man, if I would have quit at, like you said, 75%, maybe even less than that, I would have been able to make up that difference just because of that extra time. Now that's great. So what were you doing before that got you now to where you are now successful and employed and that all the like, what did you do to get to the nervousness and, and being able to quit? Like what were you doing before and how'd you get to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. So my resume is laughable. If anyone saw it, I have taught English in South Korea. I was a journalist. I worked for sports illustrated. Um, I worked for a travel company in Munich, Germany. I worked for a staffing agency and a real estate brokerage. So my resume is a bit of a mess. <laughs> I'm not super hireable, to be honest. Um, but what's really interesting is the last five and a half years of my career, I was location independent. So I only worked for companies where they let me work from anywhere. Both of them just happened to be ran by female entrepreneurs. So I've worked for females most of my career. Um, but more importantly, I spent my nights and weekends learning how to invest in real estate. And I didn't know at the time, but I was paying really close attention to the entrepreneurs I worked for. I looked at, you know, how are they setting up their drip campaigns and their CRM and um, how do you stay profitable and focus on profitability? And I that a lot of that was just kind of learned from osmosis. Um, it wasn't intentional with that, but I was intentional with learning about real estate investing. With the real estate investing, is that something that got you to where you could be nomadic. I love that term nomadic. Like you're just traveling all around, which is fantastic. Um, but with that, was it the real estate investing that got you more time to be able to create these other terrific businesses? Yeah, I think the, the it didn't necessarily create more time because any entrepreneur will tell you I work more hours now than I did when working for someone else. Um, but it created the, let's call it the safety net. I was willing to start a furnishing company because if it failed, it, it was okay. It was only the only thing it was going to hurt was my ego. And so what happened was I posted on the internet that I had furnished apartment in New Zealand or sorry, in Nebraska while living in New Zealand. So I was living in New Zealand during the pandemic, um, which was amazing. And I was analyzing deals in the Midwest. I bought property in Nebraska while living in New Zealand. That's 8,000 miles away, you guys. And I posted it on Instagram and Facebook. 
And people said, oh my God, not, I mean, they said really nice things about how well it's decorated, but then many people asked, could you furnish mine? And my immediate reaction was no. Uh, I have a job. I live in a van in New Zealand. I have my own rental properties to worry about. But I took a deep breath and I thought, what would an entrepreneur do? And I'm like, duh, they'd start a business. I mean, definitely. I read the book, uh, Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. And I hired people. I, I have a business partner with that company. I reached out to, I said, what am I missing? And I am missing the dot I cross T personality, the, the integrator, if you follow traction. And so I found an integrator. I brought her in as my co-founder. And together we've built out Aria Design Services to serve 30 investors in 11 states this year. That's fantastic. And that's something that we as entrepreneurs do. We're problem solvers. We figure out, hey, there's a problem. Let's figure out how to solve that problem in any business that we're going to do from real estate investing to creating a furnishing company. I mean, it seems kind of to me, starting a furnishing company seems a little daunting. Like, my goodness, like sourcing materials, get all that sort of. But hey, it's actually possible. You just have to figure it out. That's what we do as entrepreneurs, figure it out. Now, if we, so what would you say would be if, you, if you were talking to somebody, like like let's say I am somebody that's just working a dead end job, and I'm like Sarah, I want to be successfully unemployed. What would you suggest? Would it be real estate? Would it be starting a business or all the above? What would you suggest to get actually get to be successfully unemployed? Yeah, I love this. So so I'll take a real life example. I was in Bangkok, Thailand three weeks ago, and I'm in a cafe. I was actually there for a conference for location independent entrepreneurs. Um, I just went looking for a boyfriend and no, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, and what's funny is one of my favorite conversations actually happened at a cafe with someone not related to the conference. So I'm in this cafe and this girl in front of me has really cool tattoos. I could tell from what she was wearing and the way she looked, I'm like, I think this girl's American. So I just struck up a conversation with her and we started talking and I told her what she asked, what I did, told her what I did. She goes, she goes, I really want to start a consulting business. I said, okay, tell, tell me what you do. So she's getting her master's in neuroscience. She Her job is she works at an international school as a curriculum developer. She develops curriculum. But what she what her passion is, is she wants to help families better parent their children or set their kids up for success. So what she finds, especially with families that you know send their kids to an international school in Thailand, is they have resources. They have time and money. And they also are knowledgeable. Most of them have, have advanced degrees. So what do they do? They immediately go to the internet and they read, you should paint your playroom orange. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that. Honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income. Scale it to quit your job. 
I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. And your kids' toys should only be made out of wood. And so they go and they do that. But the reality is, I mean, you you have you said you have four kids. You parent yep, sure every child differently. Like what's going to work for one child is not going to work for all four, even when they're in the same family unit, let alone like the internet is made for the masses. So not every child should have wooden toys and an orange playroom or, or whatever it might be. And so this girl is talking to me so passionately about this. I don't have kids. She doesn't even have kids, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I want to send my kids to her. She's so smart. So she said, so what I want to do is I want to help parents because I see parents, especially in her parent teacher conferences, just frankly doing the wrong stuff. And she doesn't want to be like, by the way, you're messing your kids up. Um, but that is kind of what she wants to say. And I said, listen, starting a business, there are two people, two types of people that will spend an ungodly amount of money on their kids and on their pets. So yes, start a business with kids and pets, like do it. She's like, okay. She goes, but how do I do it? And I said, here's the thing about being a coach or a consultant. You only need one client to call yourself a coach or a consultant. You don't need a fancy logo or a fancy website. And so I literally opened my phone and I was like, look, I have a link tree in my Instagram. The link tree connects to my Calendly where it's a paid, like you have to pay to book yourself on my calendar. I was like, that's all you need. It'll cost you $9 a month or $15 a month. And I could just see her wheels are just spinning. And I think that that is what I want your audience to hear. You don't need a hundred clients. You don't need a fancy website or even a marketing drip campaign at the beginning. Just get one person to swipe their credit card or write you a check and you have a business. I think that's brilliant. And on top of that, you might so some people and actually I think probably everybody goes through this but you get that imposter syndrome where you start thinking like oh I'm not good enough well what it really comes down to is you got to look at not necessarily levels but like you got to realize you're probably one step beyond lots of other people like just even just one tiny step beyond them you can help them to get where you are eventually year after year as you're doing it you'll get to be 30 50 100 steps beyond other people and then you keep building it from there so it's really comes down to do you have the ability to deliver what you want to deliver if you do then you have a business so i love that now if somebody wants to go in starting a business because i love the idea because you also have a destination business where you you put together because all the traveling that you do is you're you're so well uh traveled as well as you understand business. So let's put them together, which is fantastic. So like for my conference, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, all the like the attendees are asking, hey, let's do like a, a cruise where it's, you know, a part part of the conference with like, uh, like off year will be, uh, uh, or off month would be like a cruise or uh, Hawaii or the Caribbean or something like that. That's a brilliant idea, but I don't know how to do any of that stuff, but you do. So with that thinking, if we're going to start a business that is something that either we're passionate about or we know or that we are, uh, uh, we can help somebody else just a little bit beyond that. If we just get started, because everybody, like the first tip everybody usually gives, just get started. Okay, we get started. What's the, the, if we are going to actually make sure that it's a viable business, number one, okay, we've done that check. We're getting started, number two. How do you get that first client? Because that's the first thought is like, I want to get people to pay me, but how do I find that first person? Yeah, I think when you know exactly the problem that you're solving. So for me, I help out-of-state investors or in-state investors 
furnish a unit. So I looked at, okay, if you're a high income earner, or you just frankly don't want to put together furniture, but if you're a high income earner, you should not be stopping what you're doing and go put nightstands together. And if you're bad at decorating, you should not decorate something that needs to be so beautiful that it attracts people to stay in it so that you have 100% occupancy because that's how you're going to get paid. So I so I looked at who's my audience. So my audience is high income earners who are buying real estate that they want to furnish. So then I hung out where they hang out. So I'm in bigger pockets. I'm in forums. I'm speaking at conferences. I'm attending meetups. I go where my audience is and I tell everyone and their mom what I do for a living. That's awesome because if nobody knows what you do, how are they ever going to utilize you in any of your services? So when I got, I actually literally got laid off from my job at like two weeks after my fourth child was born. And then I realized, what am I going to do? And then I had to make a shift in my brain to tell myself, because I always wanted to be an investor, but life got in the way. And so I just stopped investing. And then I had to tell myself, no longer am I going to tell anybody when they ask me the question, Dustin, what do you do? I would always reply, oh, I, I do IT work for the county, like just projecting my value as being my job. No, my value doesn't come from my job. It comes from my God and from myself and by my family. And so with that, I start from that point forward. I said, like literally that day, once, once I got laid off, I said, I'm now going to tell every single person that I am an investor. That's what I do. That's what I am. From that point forward, like literally everybody knew me as an investor and now deals just keep coming. And so business keeps going. I, I love it. So I love the idea of networking. Now I do want to touch on because you also in your real estate investing, you do not long-term, you know, you do buy and hold, but let's say long-term, like year-long leases and stuff, you do more midterm. A lot yep. of people think of the easiest one, not easiest, but like the first thought is like, there are nurses that have to travel and go around. But you said that th this is a good business model, these, this midterm type of real estate investing. Talk to us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I own 19 units in four states and half of my portfolio are long-term buy and hold. But half of my portfolio are medium-term rentals. So that means they're furnished like a short-term rental. But instead of just renting, you know, two nights here and a week here, I focus on finding medium-term or MTR tenants. They're typically in my markets, they're traveling nurses. But in other markets, they could be someone filing an insurance claim because their house burnt down or their house flooded and their insurance company will put them in your property and pay you about four to five times as much as your other tenants. So love insurance companies. So contact your insurance company um, and find those relocation. Other options are like I have a friend in Waco and she rents to construction workers. So she bought a duplex near a huge commercial construction site and she furnished one of the sides thinking that she would rent to traveling nurses, but she has been fully occupied with construction workers. I have rented to a couple who was renovating their kitchen, who I've rented to someone recently going through a divorce and just needed a place to land while he figured his life out. And these tenants, they found me either from Airbnb there's a nice button you click that changes the nightly minimum stay from however many nights to 28 or 30 days, which is what I do. Then there's also a website called furnishedfinder.com. And it was great. I actually met the CEO yesterday. It's really cool to like meet the faces behind 
these websites, talk about entrepreneur. He saw a need in the market. He was in pharmaceutical sales. He saw a need in the market. He would hang out with these traveling nurses. He thought they were fascinating. He's a chatty guy. He said that they'd sit around gabbing while the surgeons were finishing up, you know, surgery. And he found out that these uh, traveling nurses had a need. They couldn't find housing. And so he had a tech background, a sales background, and he married that all together and created FurnishFinder.com, which is now where I get 40% of my tenants from. A lot of my students who do the midterm, or you call it medium term, right? Is that what you're calling them? Yep. I've been calling like mid, midterm. But anyways, yeah, the <laughs> MTR, I love that, that acronym. So MTR, um, they use FurnishFinder and there it's a, it's a really well-ran uh, system, just like Airbnb or VRBO, to find great tenants. Plus, they also uh, they keep track of how many people are also searching for these midterms so that when you have your property, like I put my property on there, and I got I just get emails. Look how many people are searching. Like it's it's great. So definitely furnishfinder.com really is a great way to do it. Now, as we're growing, let's say either real estate uh, business or any type of business, like it could be a furnishing uh, company, we want to then scale to be able to become successfully employed. We don't, and my suggestion is you don't want to just create another job, like where you own a no. job. Yeah, you want to be an investor. You want to be a business owner. You want to have other people working so you can travel the world like, like you do, Sarah. So what are your suggestions for scaling the business and making it so much more automated so that you're not constantly working all day, every day? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing you have to do is you need to decide what needs to come off of your plate. And I specifically say the word need, not want. So just because you like doing something does not mean that that's the best use of your time. So just because I like writing Instagram captions, I have a journalism degree. I love, I love, I could write all day. I, I wrote a book. I love writing. That is not the best use of my time. So I needed to get that off my plate, not because I wanted to. And then I wanted to get property management off my plate. So what I did is I started tracking everything I did in a day. And for someone like me that goes 100 miles per hour and is not detail-oriented, this was terrible. It was painstaking. I hated every minute of it. Um, yet I'm telling your audience they got to do it. So what I did a lot of the time is I used a website called Loom, L-O-O-M.com, and I just screen recorded anytime I did something. So if I uh, screened a medium-term tenant off a of furnished finder and put them into a lease, I screen recorded that whole process. And then I just slowly started building a data, a, a folder in Google folder of all the training videos. I was, I had, you guys had no employees and I was creating training videos. Okay. So talk about Brilliant. vision. I like it. I had a vision that I'm, I'm going to build a team. So all of these loom videos started to grow in my Google folder so that when I did finally, you know, I had a financial number I wanted to hit. And once I hit that number, I said, Whew, okay, I'm hiring someone. And I immediately gave away property management because that's the thing I hated the most. And then, and for those of you wondering why I didn't hire a property manager, a lot of my units are the one side of the duplex is long term and one side is medium term. Property managers won't touch them. So I created this problem for myself. Um, or they want to charge 30%, and that's not going to work either. So, so I have in-house property management, and then I needed to get rid of writing social media captions, posting on social media. So I slowly started hiring contract workers. So I have a great girl, Alyssa, who does my social media, and this is just her little side hustle, which is cool because I'm helping her 
quit her job because she's starting like a consulting business with entrepreneurs helping with their with with their social media. So I first just slowly started writing down everything that I do. And then a huge mindset piece is no one's going to care as much about your business as you. So there's just a lot of letting go. Um, Like you just have to let that stuff go. So my employees, if my team's listening, you guys are amazing. This is not you. Um, However, if your employees are not as good as you, that's okay. Like as long as they're 70 to 80% as good as you at that task, hand the task off. So I've completely handed off all my property management, all my social media captions, most of my social media, everything actually, and my email inbox. Praise my operations manager. She answers almost all my emails. So um, if you get an email from me, it's from me, but it's probably written by my operations manager. I love it. And so anytime that you get to any company I've seen that grows beyond, I mean, honestly, like you can create, if you're just doing it yourself as a sole proprietor, you can probably create a decent six-figure business. And But you're yeah. doing everything. But to get beyond that, if you want to get to seven figures, the only, like literally the only way to do it is to start hiring people and having other people do the work for you. Now, in today's day and age, it's so awesome to have virtual assistants. There's so many great ways to find virtual assistants in in America, but then also the Philippines has lots of great assistants out there too. And so the only way that I've seen that really scales well enough is by hiring other people and getting them the standard operating procedures, like the SOPs is what I like to call them, or what people call them, kind of term that I use. But you started creating the this plan, this manual of how to do it. And what's great about that is it's always there. Like they could always go back to it. Oh, how did I do this? Oh, let me just watch, see how Sarah did it again, and then make sure it gets done. And then handing it off. That's the thing. A lot, a lot of us entrepreneurs, we're, we're, I would say controlling, but we're so, so much of a doer that yes. we feel like we have to do everything, being able to release it and to let it go, that's really, really hard. But once you do, you realize, oh my goodness, what more can I let go? Because my life is so much better. I'm freed up to do so many more things that grow the business, man. So Sarah, Sarah this is fantastic. What else, is there anything, any um, problems or uh, lessons learned that you've done in all these businesses that you create that you can impart with us? Yeah, I think that a lot of entrepreneurs think that they need to have, let's say that you're paying someone Let's just put an arbitrary number, $50,000. They think that they need to have $50,000 in the bank. But the reality is you're not paying, you're not writing a check for $50,000 the day you hire them. You're, you know, maybe paying four to $5,000 a month. So what I recommend is just make sure that you have four to $5,000 a month set aside, maybe times three, have their first three months runway in the bank, and then obviously have a plan Don't hire just because you're lazy and you don't want to do property management anymore. I needed to create a plan so that having that person handle that frees me up to make more money. So I I call it the 150% rule. And so you need to have cover 100% of their salary plus 50%. So hiring this person needed, let's say 50,000, they needed to free me up to make an additional $75,000 for the whole year. And then what's great is then you you divide all these numbers by 12 and it's like, oh, okay, that's not that stressful. 
that's a good point. Especially like I just hired a service that does all my graphic design, um, social media content. Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, repurposing. Like they cool. do all that stuff, but it was a lot of money up front. But it was an entire year, and you start breaking it down to per month. Okay, it's a little more palatable. But then you look at how many things are taking off from other like lots and lots. I'm paying a lot of money to other people then you realize, oh my goodness, this actually is working out really well. So, man, Sarah, this has been fantastic. There's so much more to talk about, but we're definitely out of time. How can people find you? How can they reach out to you? And hopefully even find your book about the midterm properties. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much for having me. The best thing to do is go to my website. It's sarahdweaver.com. And then Dustin, I love hearing from people, especially if you're wanting to quit your job, travel more, buy more real estate, live a better life, please, please, please reach out to me. The best way to do that is Instagram. And it's also Sarah D. Weaver. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on the show. I am looking forward to seeing more of your traveling. I'm, I'm just excited that you get to travel as much. So hopefully I'll be able to get back on the road with the family, but uh, it's great having you on the show. Absolutely. Well, you heard it here first, guys. I think Dustin wants Sarah Weaver to start hosting intimate events for his audience. If you like that idea, <laughs> totally. And I'll be completely honest. I have friends of mine that are utilizing Sarah for their events and Sarah's running those. So absolutely. But Sarah, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses group coaching with me and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777 so you can see how you can quit your job that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successful unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successful Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya.
let's make this year your best real estate investing year ever by coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is where you can join hundreds of real estate investors and over 40 expert investor speakers and learn how to have an amazing success in your real estate investing business. The Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is not like any other conference out there. This is a no sales pitch conference where the entire three days event is all about you and helping you to meet expert investors teaching you how to invest and join a huge community of hundreds of like-minded real estate investors. And because you are a part of the Successfully Unemployed podcast, I'm giving you 20% off your RubeCon pass. That's right. Get 20% off of your RubeCon pass. Use the promo code SU20 or SU20. You need to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Join us in the heart of downtown St. Louis, March 14th through the 16th for a transformative three-day event that's more than just a conference. It's a community of investors. Get your pass. Go to rubcon.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com and use the promo code SU20 or SU20 to get 20% off of your Rubicon pass.